Hello and welcome to Intuitive Journey with Desiree. I am Desiree Holmes Shirini, your host. And thank you for joining me here. As I often mention at the beginning of this, this is a podcast as well as a video um, episode on Transformation TV. So you can find me on uh, Intuitive Journey with Desiree podcast or my video version at Transformation TV and the links will be below. So I am recording this on uh, Saturday. It's May 9th of 2020. And uh, as my last two episodes, I think it happens to be still uh, going through this coronavirus thing. And like many of you, I find myself finding appreciation for certain changes and actually feeling really grateful for certain things that this has brought to me, like some realizations, some opportunities, uh, as well as though frustration and even allowing fear to sneak in sometimes. And I don't like to say fear necessarily, but concern and getting triggered by things and changes that I see going on around me or What's happening, uh, I want to say, not necessarily like politically, but uh, with the powers that be exercising what I call some arbitrary rules that don't really directly affect what they're trying to do. Anyway, I could go into that, but what I want to go into is my thoughts around that, my thoughts around getting triggered being uh, reactionary, and I, I talked about this last time a little bit too, but that was more in um, the area of fear. What I want to go into now is like the bigger picture, that one of the best ways to really evaluate and pay attention to your inner world, your smaller world, your relationships, your community, your state, your country, and our earth is to zoom out like that video that maybe a lot of you have seen where the girl is laying on the grass and it's looking at her eye and then it zooms out and then it zooms back in. Uh, if you haven't seen that, I don't know what it's called, but it's kind of fascinating. But if we can emotionally, intellectually, and intuitively zoom out from what's here in our 3D reality. If we can zoom out further, both in reality as well as in spiritually. So I'm gonna start with the real world zoom out before I get on to the um, you know, higher frequency stuff. There are cycles. Our world, our natural world, is made up of cycles. And this is one of the things I really love to explore and recognize and share because, like I said, we'll, we'll get so involved in our own little mini events that we don't see patterns. And cycles of, we have cycles of seasons, right? Every year, cycles of seasons because the earth turns, it has a cycle. It, the orbits around, you know, the planets orbit in a cycle that repeats. We're in a uh, galaxy that also cycles around in a pattern that you will find duplicated 
everywhere in nature. And that's a, that'll be another show is talking about that, the patterns, but cycles and even extreme cycles that we don't recognize. So we have our sleep wake cycle, wake cycle, right? We have all sorts of cycles. We were born youth, middle age, old age, die. And of course, you know that I do um, understand about uh, rebirth, about uh, reincarnation, and it happens again. So everything has its cycles. And so getting more specific, if one of the fascinating things to study is the very, very long cycles of um, the earth. The earth has cycles from, you know, the beginning of earth time that, of course, there is no written history. I wasn't here, but there is a history that can be found in ice cores. And uh, I will credit uh, the book Choice Points from uh, Greg Braden. He also has videos and all that, and I've mentioned him before. I love the way that he clearly explains things and really um, ties the science with uh, evidence, history, and as well as spirituality. But they have, like a tree has rings, well, they have ice cores where we've had thousands and thousands of years of freezing. And from the ice, you can see what the temperature was like, what, you know, was in the air. You could see if there was a volcano. You can see if it was clear. You can tell the weather. So there's all this information in these different uh, strata of these deep ice cores that are um, studied. And you can see global warming trends, warming and cooling, freezing and melting. And so one of the bigger pictures is about global warming that we may be warming up the planet by ourselves a little bit, but there's no way that we can turn it back because it is part of that larger picture. Uh, as far as global warming, as I understand it, they've only been keeping records since the beginning of the, uh, the century. So that's a really short window to, you know, you can't see the big picture when you're looking at that one little segment. It's like one piece of the puzzle. You can't understand the whole picture. Uh, so that's one example of, of getting caught in the details and not seeing the big picture. These cycles also, besides uh, earth changes and seasons and all that, but besides the big earth changes, there are cycles in history that uh, are political, social, uh, e e music, all these things, there are cycles of, that repeat, that trends, come and go. Uh, and they're so long that when it happens, it seems like, well, what's happening here? This is weird. Uh, but it may simply be, I want to say time for that cycle to come back around. And understanding that it's somehow part of nature, somehow part of the bigger picture makes it a little more easy to understand, easy to say, well, this is a normal cycle of, you know, life and death or pain and healing and, or, hap you know, joy and, and sadness. Uh, you know, that song, Sunrise, Sunset, right? <laughs> and 
there are little cycles and there are big cycles. So one of the things I wanted to talk about in regards to sort of what might be going on here right now is that there is, um, say it's around 20 to 25,000 year cycle, natural cycle that we go through economically, politically, personally, as far as humankind and the earth changes. And it seems to be broken down into somewhat of around 5,000 or so, 5,000 to 6,000 year sub cycles. And of course, each sub cycle has its own sub cycles. But where we are right now, at, ties into that whole 2012 thing and the end of the Mayan calendar, their, their calendar was one of those cycles. And it, the end of it wasn't the end of the world, yet it was more the beginning of a new cycle. And so wherever that next calendar is, we have to find it. But there's a window, and it's like a 500-year window, in where a wave and a shift happens. And if we look at that cycle and the timing, which began around 2012 or maybe even earlier by who knows how many hundred years or so. And it, it, like I said, it's a, depending on where you read your planets and where you, um, there, there's not an exact happens on this day, starts the next day. It's a big overlapping shift. But that was either the beginning, the midpoint of this change that we are currently going through at this 20,000 year cycle and the subset of 5,000 years. It also happens to coincide with astrologically, and I'm not an astrologer, but you can go look these things up. But astrologically, we are shifting from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And that whole song um, is what's happening right now. And whenever there's a shift, it's like shaking the snow globe, right? And things move around and move around and, and seem chaotic. And then they settle in. And so that's sort of how these shifting cycles are. Uh, this you know, worldwide coronavirus, these uh, challenging times are both challenging, but they're also maybe a, some of it is that needed shakeup. So like I said, there's benefits and definitely downfalls. Um, and, you know, people losing jobs, people losing hope, people, you know, all of a sudden, it's so suddenly that change sudden change is very difficult and so we respond you know like this however at the same time um i noticed that uh, a shift toward control a shift toward um almost like not a shift toward but a grab for uh trying to hold on to control i should say trying to hold on to um governmental oversight of, of the individual, whereas the individuals, many are resisting and seeing a different path. One of the benefits of this whole shutdown is, of course, that we're getting cleaner water, cleaner air, things that I hope and I think we will recognize that these changes maybe should um, 
try to be maintained somehow. But once again, we, we get into the, the politics. So all this stuff is just like somebody's shaking up our snow globe and you can kind of picture just being in there bouncing around a little bit. And all of that leads me to this bigger picture of, now we'll get into the spiritual realm, that that's all here in our physical reality as we are perceiving it here on earth, in our bodies, in our houses, in our jobs. Um, and we are experiencing this and how we choose to experience it is our perception. So before I move on to the, the next area of this talk, I always encourage you to choose your perceptions. Choose your perceptions and look for your gratitude because there's always something positive to find even if it's very difficult right now. So try to just take a deep breath and choose what you're grateful for, even when there are a lot of things you're not grateful for. And that will simply help increase your health. And increasing your health and managing your stress also helps you be immune to anything that might come your way. So fear, anxiety, stress all diminish our immune system. Whereas hope and positivity, gratitude, increase your health. And so if you, you know, at least can maybe think of it that way instead of feeling like I'm too upset to even think about feeling good. <laughs> it, it really does benefit you to do what you can to let go of anxiety and stress around situation that you can't control and look for gratitude, look for compassion, look for the opportunity to let go of what you can't control. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is the, um, to recognize, and I've talked about this before, to recognize that yes, we're here on earth in our 3D bodies and this reality and our snow globe is getting shaken up and things can be very unsettling. But the bigger part of you, there's an eternal part of you. There is a spirit, a soul that cannot be touched. That no matter how much somebody shakes up your snow globe, that that part of you is safe and peaceful on that different energetic level. <clears throat> so imagine it's like you're in a boat on the water and the wave comes along and that's you on the boat in the water, but under the water, it's all peaceful and quiet. The waves are on top. So you're sort of like the surface or our existence here in this reality as we see things and experience uh, emotions and feelings, it is a surface wave. But your soul is that much larger, peaceful, quiet place below the surface. So what you can do whenever you are feeling overwhelmed, whenever you get maybe too caught up in your fear, anxiety, stress about right now, 
right here about uh, powerlessness over changing what's around you in the physical world, you can remember that the real you, the part that never goes away, is peaceful and is always there. Now, one of the ways, of course, that you can do this is to meditate. You have it in your dreams, for example. When you go to sleep and you're dreaming, you're not here in this body. You're not thinking, oh, you know, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Or, or you're not, You let go of all that, don't you? And you allow yourself to go into a different space. Sometimes our dreams are based on what we're thinking about, what we're de dealing with in real life. Sometimes our dreams are just almost like going to, you know, living in a movie. It's, it's quite a different world. And if you can even picture that sensation of being in a different world, in that other world, you can allow yourself to experience your soul as well that way. Taking a few deep breaths and just for a moment even, forgetting that you are in the body and being in your spirit, uh, in spirito, right? Uh, the, the part of us that none of, none of anything around us could bother, that part of us that is in us for us to learn how to do that, for us to experience life and to gain something from it, rather than to necessarily experience or, or live in the suffering. But if there is suffering, to find out what's that about. To give our life purpose. To understand that we're here for a reason. It may be for others. It may be for ourselves. It's probably both. Because our souls interact on both planes, on many levels. And... I won't quite get into the whole soul contract thing, but many believe and have had experience through hypnosis and meditation and their own psychic knowing that we have our soul groups. And certainly most of you out there feel as if there's somebody that you must have known for more than this lifetime, someone that you're tied to in a different way than you are just to the you know, cashier clerk, that there's not that bond, but you have people, even if you're not together, that you are connected with. And these are souls that would be in our soul group. And we always exist out there together and at the same time down here. So we have access to consciously, within our consciousness, go experience that level of being, that higher frequency of interacting and existing that has nothing to do with right here, right now. It's almost as if, if you could imagine that you could just float up, just like that video I mentioned in the beginning, just kind of float up and look down at yourself and look down at what's happening around you or at the world and zoom out and as a soul, as your soul, send yourself some comfort. Tell yourself it's okay, that you are always there, you're always the same. Find that connection 
to your own self and that self is connected to source. So here what I wanted to do was just help you to consider a much bigger picture to even go look some of this stuff up. Go look up um, Greg Braden and Cycles. Find that book, which I really appreciated because, like I said, it tied into uh, factual, evidential, and then also tied in the spiritual part, and it's called Choice Points. And it's uh, fascinating He's also on YouTube and certainly can explain this better than me. He's written several books, but I love to introduce ideas that can help us put things into perspective, especially if being able to do that can help pull us out of negativity, fear, anxiety, because none of that is healthy. None of that helps us do anything. And if we can just move to that higher self and release ourselves from what doesn't help us, then we are helping ourselves and everybody around us because nobody wants to be around somebody who's afraid or angry, bitter, and that energy rubs off, right? So if you can personally feel more in your soul self, more connected to eternal life and I'm not talking heaven hell here I'm talking about the eternity of who you are whether you're in this body or not or the next one or the one before and of course time doesn't really exist so you're in all of them <laughs> but if you find yourself able to take some moments especially if you're feeling yourself wound up about something and realize that this is just a little a little wave on the surface of the much larger ocean. This is just a part of the eternal landscape. And your part right now is part of that, but you, your soul, is the eternal landscape. So there's a little bit of science and spirituality for you today, and I appreciate you joining me and find some time to look up some of these concepts about these cycles in uh, everything. It's really, really fascinating. And I think it may help you put things into perspective when there's a bump in the road. This is Desiree Holmes Sharini, and I appreciate you joining me on Intuitive Journey with Desiree. And I'll see you next time. Bye.